Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidate interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Louise Robbins, and I would like to introduce Allison Martinson, running for Alder from District 19. As we begin, please tell our viewers a bit about how your educational, vocational, and civic experience has prepared you for the position and why you decided to run for Alder. Absolutely. So thank you so much, Louise, for having me. Uh, as a child, I never had the opportunity to put down roots. And uh, my parents were adventurers. Uh, so by the time I was in college, I lived on eight states and on three continents. And that's something I don't want for my daughter. Uh, her name is Eleanor. She's three. And I want her to have the same experience my husband had. He is from Madison, lived in Stoughton for a long time, and now he's back. And the first thing we do every time we go somewhere is say, look at that building and how it's changed in these neighborhoods. Um, and that's something I really want for her. Uh, when my family and I moved to District 19, the thing that we loved the most about it was meeting our neighbors and seeing kids playing outside. And we really love the young parents in our neighborhood. They have young kids, multiple jobs, expensive rental housing, expensive childcare. And I realized how important our perspective was as parents uh, to be on our city council, to talk about top issues like transportation and housing and public safety. And it was in that moment I knew that my voice was needed for District 19. Uh, I graduated with a degree in environmental studies uh, and political science and philosophy. And I've been working in the nonprofit sector for 10 years uh, as an environmental educator and uh, most recently with Girl Scouts here in uh, Madison. Uh, here I did uh, STEM programming for girls and parents and help girls to see uh, the wealth of opportunities available in science, tech, engineering, and math, um, where girls are underrepresented. And I also uh, worked a lot with parents to make sure that they knew that their voices would help our kids. Madison's efforts to address chronic homelessness have appeared to fall short, especially with regard to providing sufficient support systems for a housing-first approach. What ideas do you have that might create greater success for projects such as the one on Tree Lane? That's a great question, and Tree Lane borders our district, so it's a really important topic for my neighbors. Uh, something I really like to see at Tree Lane is the involvement of community groups, uh, nonprofit groups. Uh, I think that our community groups are really great about having an expertise in youth development, in family needs that our city staff might not have. And uh, as a unit, we can all work together to make sure that families have what they need. They have case managers, they have resources, they have workforce development. And those are all things that I think could make Tree Lane a better experience. The Madison Police Department has been faulted for not having appropriate policies and training around de-escalation and use of force, especially with regard to people of color. What is your perspective on whether any changes are needed in ways Madison Police operate in our community? So I agree. That is something that we've really been facing a lot as a community. And something I'd like to see, again, is that engagement of our community. So one of the recommendations that was made for the police force was uh, having a community task force, a community board that would review practices and make recommendations for the future. I think that would be a really good thing to examine further and look at as the committee. And I think the community involvement piece would have to be representative of our community as a whole, including people in a variety of different situations, economically, racially, and um, 
with respect to how they're engaged with, the, with their community. There is a perception that Madison's story is a tale of two cities, one in which people of color are less likely to experience success. What can be done to ensure that Madison is a community in which all people can thrive? I think one of the huge barriers for, for thriving in Madison is it's hard to get to the services people need. Uh, one of the things that we face on the west side is a lack of affordable and efficient transportation. It takes an hour and a half to get from my house, uh, which is on Mineral Point, to the Isthmus on a Saturday. And if I add in a child and dropping off at a location, then that problem is even more insurmountable. I can't even imagine what that would be like for someone who doesn't have access to a car at all or for someone who needs to go outside of their own neighborhood to get a job. And that siloing that happens as a result of no accessible transportation is one of the big barriers to being able to participate fully in our community, and it's something I want to solve. What issue have you identified as being a primary concern to the residents of your district, and how would you approach tackling it? So a big part of our issues in District 19 is public safety, uh, both because we border uh, an area like Tree Lane, which I think makes people a little bit more anxious, um, but also because we've had things like uh, break-ins in garages, break-ins into cars. Those situations make it so that people in a community feel less safe. They feel less comfortable being out at night. They feel less comfortable with their own neighbors. I think a way to solve that is really to come back together as a community to meet other people, to have new relationships. We used to have these really vibrant neighborhood associations, and in some areas of our city we still do, but in my neighborhoods we have some areas where they have very vibrant neighborhood associations and some areas where they don't exist at all. And in areas where they don't exist, people don't know how to connect with each other. They don't know how to talk to someone when they have a problem, and sometimes they might not know how to face it and, and and um, get solutions. The relationship between the council and the mayor appears at times contentious. Is this a problem? And if so, how would you improve the relationship? I think a certain amount of contention definitely is part of the process. I think that's the problem or the issue of checks and balances is that sometimes we, the council has to be a check on the mayor and vice versa. But I also think that there is an opportunity for more collaboration and I would love to be able to uh, talk to other people in the council as well as the mayor to figure out what processes are in place for a collaborative environment and how we can improve them. What changes, if any, should be made in how the city approaches major projects such as Judge Doyle Square and the public market? I think a big part of those big projects is both getting community input. What is the purpose of these projects? What is the community expectation? How are these developments going to improve the lives of the people in our community? Uh, and then secondly is to make sure that those public places are being served by public workers. That those public workers are the ones working on the projects because those jobs are things that our public workers need. What council committees do you want to serve on and why? That is an awesome question. I actually already sit on the Madison Food Policy Council as well as the Integrated Pest Management Task Force. 
I would also be really interested in the early child education project. Um, my daughter is three, and so that's a big part of her life right now. And we have a lot of infants and toddlers in Madison and Dane County that are being underserved in our early childhood education. I'm also interested in housing strategy as well as public works. What would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? So I see Madison as a city that I'll pass on to my daughter and all of the kids in her preschool class. And the policies that we pass today are going to impact their future. They need officials in office who are representing them and making sure their best interests are at heart. My name is Allison Martinson, and I want your vote on April 2nd. I want to thank Allison Martinson for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. Please vote in this and every election. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us. Yeah.